All right, folks, what is going on? This is episode 546 of the First and Frame Rate Show. I am VF Baller. It feels great to be back. I know it's been a minute since I've done an episode. I've been pretty much busy for the most part um, this weekend. It's been a pretty uh, eventful weekend, but I did manage to get some content out. Hopefully, you guys check that out. Um, nevertheless, uh, we're going to talk some Atlanta Falcons, and we're going to talk some Georgia Southern football. So today is going to be an action-packed field episode, so hopefully you guys will um, sit back and enjoy. Um, if it's your first time here, welcome. Uh, I do an episode pretty much Monday through Friday. Uh, it was in the mornings, but now I'm doing them in the evenings due to my work schedule. Um, and it seems like it's been getting pretty good feedback. I really appreciate the support. I can be found on YouTube and Rumble. I'm also on Anchor, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. And... Uh, we're just going to go ahead and get right into it because today we're going to talk about uh, Georgia Southern. Coach Clay Helton once again is starting up his uh, year two of his coach tenure here at Georgia Southern. It seems like it's been a little bit longer than that um, because he came in the middle of the 2020 season. And, um, well, I'm sorry, it was 2021 the season. I'll take that back. And um, it's, no, it was 2020. I can't remember. Nevertheless, <laughs> It, he came through the season where it, a season where it was a, a bad year. I mean, we were uh, three and nine, and um, he didn't really take coach the team. He basically evaluated what he had, and then this is his second full season coaching. And um, it looks like we're going to be in for a treat because he brought some good talent in, and he brought some good guys that look like they want to play some ball. And um, we're going to see that on display starting March twenty fifth. If you want to go out and see any of the practices at Paulson, uh, or I think they're going to have at Eagle Creek. Uh, it doesn't say where they're going to have the practices at, but starting March 25th, spring practice begins for Georgia Southern football. So that means the season is unofficially starting for the Georgia Southern Eagles. We're going to see what this team is about, all the recruits, all the transfers, and all the guys that they've developed throughout the um, the year or so, we're going to see those guys on display. So I cannot wait to see that. Uh, also, that's after that Saturday, we're going to start off with the week, um, March 27th, the 28th, and the 30th. Um, they're going to have practice on those days as well. And uh, also on April 1st, there's no April Fools here. They're actually going to have practice on April 1st. The next week is going to be in the third, the April 3rd, April 4th, April 6th, and April 8th. And um, the week four, they're going to have it on April 11th, uh, look like April 13th, and it looks like it's a typo on the website. Uh, the link will be down in the description if you want to check out the website. Uh, it looks like it's going to be the, um, Saturday, April 15th. And the fifth week, they're going to have practice on Tuesday and Thursday, April 18th and the 20th. And the spring game is on Saturday, April 22nd. Um, I want to be at that game. I, I, I plan on being at that game. Um, I'm going to make plans to get down there to that game. So you guys, um, if you're going to be at the game, whatever, I'll be there. I'm not hard to find. You probably know what I look like based on watching the show. Um, if you want to chop it up and talk some football, uh, more likely I will be there to uh, talk about all that and then some. So that's basically what's going to be going on with the practice. All the times are in the on the website as well. The link will be down in the description now. Give you my thoughts and opinions on this. 
I think the Georgia Southern Eagles are going to make a statement this season. I, I know last year we made a couple of statements. We beat Nebraska. We beat James Madison, which was a top 25 team. We beat Appalachia State in dramatic fashion in, uh, in, in overtime. But it did not feel as great as it could have been because of the fact we did not win the, our bowl game against Buffalo. Uh, so uh, maybe we'll be able to turn that around. I'm predicting that we will turn that around. We will win a bowl game this season at the very least. Um, our last year, I, I said we was going to go 8-4. We get, was two games shy of that eight-win season. A um, couple of games we should have won, but man, I don't want to reiterate that again. But this year, um, looking at what we have, I see there's no reason we can eight, win eight to nine games this year. We are vastly improved from last year. Uh, we don't have the same defensive coordinator. look like he's gone, but we brought another one in. Um, we have uh, a couple other guys that are coming in. Safeties coach BJ, um, I'm sorry, Darius Eubanks. Uh, the safeties and uh, the safeties coach is going to be here. Uh, also, we have a new wide receivers coach, new offensive line coach. But look like all those guys are like they're going to be ready to continue the pass on that torch because I think most of the guys that we end up hiring are former George Southern alums. So that was a really good move by coach Clay Helton bringing some of the guys back home to coach the team or help coach the team and uh, I would be remiss if I would not talk about this I just saw this across the wires um, coach Jare Thurman one of um, the big supporters of the show I've seen him uh, come through and uh, give uh, some support to the show he's just uh, been promoted uh, with the Georgia Southern staff um, he has been named the director of player and recruiting relations. That is awesome. This guy is awesome. I mean, he's nothing but support from day one for the show. And it's good to, you know, to see him continue to uh, help Georgia Southern become the, the big uh, and prominent football program that it can be. So congratulations to him as well. So not only that, the spring practice is going um, as planned, look like it's going to go as planned. The personnel and the people that are in, on the staff are, you know, getting more in tune with the program or are they already in tune with the program and it's just getting better and better. So I can't wait till the, you know, the coach, I'm not the coach, but the spring practice starts that will, I, I, I can't wait because I'm going to keep my eye on a lot of things and I don't think I'm going to be able to make it to a practice, which, cause I'm not. Where I live now is not necessarily closer than it was in other South Carolina. It's probably about the same distance. It'll probably still take me about three hours to get there. But um, I don't know if I'm going to make a practice. I don't know if I want to drive all the way down there for a practice like I did when I was in South Carolina. It, it just seems like it was a more streamlined approach going there. But definitely for the spring game, I'll, more likely I'm going to be making it down there and going to have to see um, – uh, at the store down there, see if I can get some more gear because uh, I, 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 I'm all right. I got some okay stuff, but I need to step my game up and get some more things. Um, I need to get some more paraphernalia too because uh, I just only got one helmet. I need to start linking this room up with some more Georgia Southern Atlanta Falcons stuff. And speaking of Atlanta Falcons, before we get out of here, the Falcons signed wide receiver Mac Hollis. Um, I think we got our wide receiver number two. A legit wide receiver number two. Now, don't get me wrong. I thought Brian Edwards was going to be that guy. 
And a lot of people are kind of worried about this because Brian Edwards did come from the the Raiders. And, and a lot of people was like, okay, we get another wide receiver from the Raiders. Are we going to get the same production? Because we didn't get much anything from Brian Edwards. Mac Hollins came from, is coming off his best season, 57 catches for like 650 yards or something like that. Very productive for a wide receiver number two. Um, if we can distribute the ball like we want to, it looks like a lot of guys are going to be able to catch some footballs and actually do some blocking upfield because this guy is 6'4", 221. You also have uh, Kyle Pitts at 6'6", and you also have Drake London at 6'4", not to mention the other guys, John o. Smith and others that are going to be on the outside. Tyler Algier and whoever else we get at running back is going to be running the ball very well, just like they were before. I mean, Tyler Algier did a phenomenal job running the ball. I think he, I think he got over a thousand yards, you know, rushing, and he didn't even play all. I, I don't. He, he didn't even start all sixteen games. But just imagine what this team could do if we can continue to be nasty up front, push people around, and run the ball, and on top of that, be able to distribute the ball with the passing game. This is an excellent pickup for the Falcons as of right now on paper. Not going to sit here and say that Mac Hollis is going to change the game because um, no disrespect to him, but his former teammate kind of made it hard for his made it hard for us to believe what's going on because now we're looking at a situation like, uh, okay, we get another Raider. We saw what happened last time. We don't know what's going to happen, so I'm kind of wary of that. But um, overall, the Falcons are making some really good moves. I mean, we we just got finished signing another linebacker. And another defensive back, um, and we did get somebody like uh, Mac Hollins, which some uh, receiver I wasn't even thinking about. I mean, I did an episode about receivers uh, earlier or uh, well, late last week, and I could be mistaken. I don't think his name came across that wire. Maybe it did, and I nonchalantly just went over and didn't think about it. But to get him on a one-year deal, it's another prove-it deal, basically. He could get signed for a pretty lucrative deal if he's productive, and you can see him in London and Pitt together for the next two, three, four years, and that's actually a pretty good look for Desmond Ritter. Desmond Ritter has so many weapons right now. You got to understand, Tyler Algier can catch out the backfield. You know, don't get it twisted about the, his running style. He can catch out the backfield. You also have John o. Smith and Kyle Pitts. Guys are big targets that can catch. Cordell Patterson can do everything. And you see what Drake London and, and, and Desmond Ritter could do. And then you turn around and bring in Mac Hollins. I would like to get a smaller receiver to run the slot a little bit. I don't know if Zacchaeus is going to come back or we're going to get a Cadell. Uh, Cadell Hodges is a bigger receiver. But we don't know if we're going to get, like, another small receiver that can run those routes on inside. You know, what about Jared Bernhardt? One guy that I've, I've been really big on. Since he's been on special teams throughout the, you know, throughout the, you know, season, will he be able to step up and and make some noise in the uh in, in the passing game? Because seems like he could be pretty good. It's going to be really interesting because he has some speed to him as well. Um, so it, it like all of this is going on. It is a very good time, especially for college football because you know don't get me wrong, college basketball has been phenomenal this season. If you haven't been watching it, you've been missing some good awesome march madness but um it's always a good feeling when you know that college football spring games are coming around the corner about that time once again and you get to see your favorite schools 
duke it out once again on the football field it's always a good time also the way these falcons are making moves man you can't help but to be happy about what's going on i mean if you're not happy with what you see i i just believe that you just want to be upset and and that's fine if that's what you want to be cool i am not going to let you uh um change your ways i'm going to try to convince you otherwise handle your business and uh now, I just got this across the wire before I get out of here. Mike Hughes is expected to sign with the Falcons as well. That just came across my phone. So, I think there was already eyeing him. He came in for a visit. So, now Mike Hughes is probably going to be, or look like he's going to sign with the Falcons as well. So, we got, we're bolstering up our cornerbacks as well. Now, I'm really looking like, all right, are we just going to go with best player available? Because all of our needs have been met on the, knee, on the side that we needed to sign pass rush, safety, cornerback now receiver tight end uh i think the only thing we didn't sign is running back but we even signed defensive offensive linemen we didn't sign running back hmm interesting if you like this commentary hit the like button share this podcast subscribe to the channel if you haven't already let me know what you guys think uh i think both teams the program of georgia southern falcons all both of them are up on the going up on the right direction I mean, we even signed a backup quarterback for the Falcons, you know. So all of our needs have been met, and Georgia Southern just doing their thing. It is awesome to see. I could be found on YouTube and Rumble, also on Anchor, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts. I'm going to get out of here. I will see you guys on Tuesday evening. Thank you once again for all the support. I really appreciate it. I'm going to get up out of here. Y'all take it easy, and y'all be blessed. Peace.